0: The Lord is risen today. Amen. And we got a light show going on. Un- <laughs> Unintentional. Oh, but thank the Lord. Somebody say he's alive. He's alive. He is alive. We're just so honored uh, to have you in the Lord's house. Thank you for spending uh, Easter Sunday with us, celebrating the resurrection of our Savior. We are just so appreciative of your faithfulness. I want to say thank you to all the parents that uh, brought in eggs the last few weeks. Uh, wow, we were just overwhelmed, and the kids are going to be honored, and just just a fun time. Thank you for all the, uh, just the hard work that has gone in uh, to today, and uh, we just uh, greatly, greatly uh, appreciate it. If the Ushers, if you would grab those buckets and uh, take them to Brother Paul, he can uh, take care of that. If you have your Bibles this morning, if you would turn to the book of Psalms chapter number 103, and uh, we're going to read a few verses here this morning, and I just trust and pray uh, that you uh, will be blessed, amen, if you haven't had opportunity, uh, or haven't uh, just as of yet, while I'm preaching, if you fill out that card and want to come put it on the cross, you do that, that will not bother me uh, one bit. And uh, we're just going uh, to, this, this per- let's just pray. Ask the Lord to bless his word. Heavenly Father, today we're so grateful and thankful for the opportunity we have to come into your house and to worship. We thank you, Lord, today that you're alive, you're well. Lord, you're seated on the throne. And, Lord, you are soon to return. And, Father, we just pray today that uh, we would search our hearts. Lord, let us be ready for your return. We thank you. You'd bless this time in the word. In Jesus' name, everybody said a big Amen. Amen. Okay, Uh, turn in your Bibles to Psalms 103. And let's begin reading in verse number 1. We're going to read down through verse number 12. Bless the Lord. Everybody say, "Bless bless the Lord. O my soul and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities... Who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life with, from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He hath made he hath made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. As For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Verse number 12, and I'm going to take from a text this morning. Verse number 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Can I get a big amen? I want to talk to you just for a few minutes this morning about as far as the east is from the west. Now in the Hebrew, the word kadim, everyone say kadim. Kadim means east. This is a very important word in Hebrew. It's important uh, in biblical terms, and today I want to just share with you a little bit of why this word Kadim is important. Uh, We we understand and know that the earth is a sphere, a sphere. It's round. If you still think it's flat, (laughs) go check it out from a distance. It's a sphere and it's on its it rotates on its axis east and west. There is a North Pole and a South Pole. And it was important. Why did God say? As far as the East is from the West. Let's talk about it. You see the importance of the East from the West, the East West continuum. It was important in in the Bible. It was important in in the time of Israel. It was important to God so much is that when they built the temple it was to face the east. The holies of holies was westward. The altar of sacrifice was this far eastward. And all the, the other stuff was in between. It operated on a East-West continuum. Everything that the priest did was back and forth, East and West. From the altar all the way into the Holies of Holies where they offered the sacrifice has this temple, and, and it was his face in the east. It's they're, they're so important. The eastern gate is important uh, there in Israel. Amen. he talks about uh, so, so many things that I don't have time to get into. But one of the things that was important, as we look at the temple, was one of the most holiest days in the time of Israel, and it was Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur was the Day of Atonement. Can I just declare to you today, for some of you, today is your day of atonement. For some of you, you had a day of atonement a long time ago. For some, it's still to come. But for Jesus, oh, we're going to talk about it in just a moment. But this was important. This day, what happened? Once a year, God said, I need you to make a sacrifice. For all the sins of the people. Now during the year. Individuals would come. And they would offer sacrifices for sins. And they would have the different, different offerings for different things. And people would, But God said once a year. I need the high priest to come. And we are going to make an atonement. For the sins of the people. Once a year. And it's going to cover all of their sins. And here's how we're going to do it. You're going to take. A ram. The priest is going to prepare himself. He's going to sanctify himself. He's going to put on his priestly garments. He's going to take the ram. And he's going to kill it. And he's going to offer it for a sacrifice for himself and his family. He's going to get in right relationship with me. And then he's going to take two goats. He's going to bring them before the Lord. And he is going to choose. As the Lord chooses through the lots... One is going to be for sacrifice. One is going to be for a scapegoat. And then he takes the one that's chosen for the sacrifice and he kills it. And he takes and prepares it. He takes it to the altar of sacrifice, to the furthest east. And he puts it on the altar, and there he offers it before the Lord. Then he takes the blood and he brings it westward, and he puts it on the alt- ar- Ark of the Covenant. There's the, the four horns of the altar. He takes the blood and he puts it upon the altar. And then he faces eastward and he sprinkles the blood seven times back and forth. East and west. Sacrifice. Blood. Sacrifice. He comes and offers to the Lord. And he's back and forth. East and west. And then at the evening. He takes and he comes to the other goat. And he takes and lays his hand. Upon the goat. And he pronounces... And he puts all the sins of the people for the whole year up on this goat. And then that goat is led to the east, to the wilderness. And it's let go. And it's never seen again. East and west, back and forth. And then. Jesus shows up. It's amazing. Last week we talked about the Passover. We talked about the triumphal entry. This was the day that all the Jews came to Israel. They brought their lamb. They brought their sacrifice. They presented it to the priest. For preparation of their offering. It had to be without spot. Without blemish. It had to be perfect. And it was on this day. That Jesus rode in. To Jerusalem, presenting himself. As John said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Jesus, we talked about it on that Monday. Oh, it was celebration. That's uh, they had they 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 laid the robes, laid the clothes, laid the palm branches, and he rode in. But by Thursday night, they were shouting, Crucify Him. And the Lamb of God was crucified, beaten, a crown of thorns placed on his head, and hung on a cross. His arms stretched out from the east to the west. And he declared, I will put your sins away from me as far as the east is from the west. Why is that important? Why did he not say I'll put your sins as far as the north from the south? You see? The way the earth rotates on its axis, the north pole, the south pole, When you go north, 12,436.12 miles is how far it is from the North Pole to the South Pole. If the Lord had said, I'm going to put your sins as far as the north is from the south, He said, I'm going to put your sins 12,436.12 miles away from you. But if you travel that far, you can get back to them. You can find your iniquity. You can find your sin. You see, when you travel north, when you get to the North Pole, you start traveling south. When you go all the way around and get to the South Pole, you start traveling north. There is a stopping point. There is a... Place of starting and finishing. There is, if he said, as far as the north from the south, amen, there is a specific distance. But Jesus said, he declared, I will put your sins as far as the east is from the west. You see, on the east and west continuum, it is infinite. Kadim not only means east, but it also means everlasting. When he put your sins away from you, he put them as far as the east is from the west. Which means they can never be found again. You can travel east forever. And you'll always be going east. If you go west, you will go west forever. There is no east pole and west pole. It just continues infinitely do you want your sins to be north and south or do you want them to be east and west do you not want to be able to find them again do you not want to be able to see them do you not want somebody to be able to go hunt them down I'm telling you I can go 12,436.12 miles and find them if we're going that way But the devil can go as far as he wants, east and west, and he can never find them because they are as far They're infinitely away. Amen. Jesus, when He hung on this cross and He died for your sins, for your perversions, for your habits, your addictions, your flaws, everything about you. He knows you. He loves you. And He hung on a cross and He died for you. And today, you have brought your failures, your mistakes, your issues, and you have nailed them to the cross. The Lord said... As far as the east is from the west, I have removed your sins from you. What have you placed on the cross today? Yes, that's good preaching. Listen, what have you put on the cross today? What means something to you? What what have you been holding on to? What have you not let go of? What has somebody said to you or done to you that you have not placed on the cross? What is it that you have put north and south? And you can still visit it. You can still go back to that point and remember it. I'm asking you today, allow forgiveness, not only to come to you, but give it to others. Put their sins as far as the east is from the west. Put the memory of that hurt. Put the memory of that betrayal. Come on, today is the day to let go. Today is the day of your atonement. Today is the day. You see, that scapegoat that was released in the wilderness. Jesus became that scapegoat. Amen. I was a sinner, I sinned. He did not sin. Yet he took all my sins up on him. And then he paid the price for them. And not just for a year, but forever. For eternity. Jesus died once and for all, and all we have to do, He said, confess your sins, and He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. But when He forgives you of your sins, He doesn't just forgive you, but He forgets them, and He puts them as far as the east is from the west. He has removed them from you, and if He has removed them, and He doesn't remember them, why are you still allowing them? To ruin your life. To take your joy. To take your peace. To take your life. Why are you allowing people to remind you of your past? When your past is gone. It's forgiven and forgotten. and You need to rise up and begin to live today. With that revelation. That my sins are forever away from me. My past is forgiven. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are made new. Are you a new creation in Christ Jesus today? Because of what He did on the cross. He paid the price. He became the scapegoat. My sin was placed upon Him. And then He stretched His arms out from the east to the west and says this is how much I love you. For eternity, my sins are forgiven. What did you put on the cross today? What do you need to put on the cross? Maybe you're, you're here and you didn't get to put it on the cross. Anybody need a card? Ushers, have them. If anybody needs another card? Okay. So you have everything you need on there. Some of you might need it two cards. I don't know. (laughs) It's behind his back. Never to be remembered again. In just a moment, we're going to pray. Our sins are going to be gone. Our habits, our addictions, our oppression, our depression, our fears, our sicknesses, our disease, our... Issues We put them on the cross. They're going to be forgiven. They're going to be eternally separated from us as far as the east is from the west. Psalm said He doesn't deal with us anymore according to our iniquities. But He is slow to anger. He is great in mercy. Today you came... Amen. now you maybe want to just hear a little sweet, flowery message, but I'm here to tell you of a Savior who died on a cross and rose again that your sins can be forever forgiven. You're not going to walk out and find them in the parking lot because they're gone. As far as the east is from the west, He had separated my sins from me. Are you ready today to be separated from the guilt, from the shame, from the torment? I pray today as He separates those sins that He takes it, the memory of it out, the pain of it out. And He heals your heart. Heals your relationships. And He forever sets you free. His heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Every person, just close your eyes and just search your heart for just a moment. What did I put on the cross? What did I give Jesus today? What do I need healing from? What do I need forgiveness from? What do I need to be separated from? Today, Lord Jesus, we come to you as you stretched your arms of love out on that cross and we give it to you. Today on the cross, we cast all of our sins, our failures, our flaws. We cast our oppression and our depression, our weaknesses. We cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. You care enough not to just forgive our sins, but to separate them from us as far as the east is from the west. They're everlasting. Eternally forgiven. With every head bowed and every eye closed, would you just say these words with me? Dear Lord Jesus, today, I nail my sins on the cross with you. I give you my failures, my mistakes. I give you my flaws. I give you my attitudes. I give you my anger and my pain. And I ask you to forgive me. Jesus, I believe you're the son of God. You died on the cross for me and you rose again and my sins are forgiven because I believe. I declare today that as far as the east is from the west you have separated my sins from me. Never to be remembered. Never to be returned. Today I'm healed. I'm forgiven. I'm free. I'm a new creation. In Christ Jesus. I'm born again. On my way to heaven. In Jesus name. Amen. Somebody give Jesus a big hand clap today. Where are your sins? They were right there. Now they're forever behind His back, forever separated from you as far as the east is from the west. God doesn't remember them anymore. Stop reminding yourself Stop allowing the devil to remind you. The next time he reminds you of something that you've done, that you said, Lord, forgive me. Just tell him, where are they? Where is it? It's gone. Today rejoice in the fact that your sins are forgiven. That your name is written in heaven. You're a child of God. Jesus lives in you can I get a big a man give Jesus